morning and welcome to the BitCult Morning Show. I'm your host, Connor Mitchell, and today we have a very special guest, Brian Krasenstein. Brian, how are you doing? Good, Connor. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much. First off, we always start with yesterday's bits curated by the team over at Bits Today. So first up, yesterday, about $2.5 million was bought and sold on Creator Coins yesterday. Uh, coins bought was around $1.5 million. Coins sold was 866000 What that means is this is the first time in a couple weeks, actually, that we've seen coins bought uh, higher than coins sold. So that's definitely a very good indicator of where things are going. Finally, we have that money that's being taken out of the creator coins isn't going off BitCloud necessarily. It's, I think, being reinvested back into creator coins, which is exactly what we want. And additionally, yesterday, 3,294 new accounts were created and 11,176 accounts were active yesterday. Those numbers are roughly the same. I think accounts created might be a little bit higher than it has been in the past couple of days. So again, that's you know really good news. Daily active users remains about the same. And then finally, just from our BitCloud Signal Bits Today collaboration, we also have that Elon Musk was the number one sold creator yesterday. And I think that is fantastic news. I don't know what you think about that, Brian. I, I, I want to see the new creator, the, the new people coming on board, seeing people buy their coin, because I think that's what's going to get people excited and get them to stick around. Elon Musk, he might not even ever join this platform. Having a $61,000 coin price is a little crazy in my mind. I think people like Craig and Wellshark.pro, they, they deserve to be up there, but I don't think Musk really deserves it. And I'd rather see the money redistributed to people who are actually creating on the platform. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that money deserves to be, you know, put into the profiles of the people on the platform who are actually contributing value. And like Elon Musk right now is, like you said, just sitting there at the top and not doing anything. He's not on the platform, not contributing any value. You know, that money, the money that's in him right now is, like you said, hopefully being put into other creators who are contributing value to this platform. And that's really all we can ask for right now until I think more people join the platform and then, or if Elon Musk were to join the platform, I would say and he was contributing value, then yeah, sure, invest in him. But at this point, I completely agree with you, Brian. There's no use. Yeah, I think there's $7 million locked in his account right now. Imagine that $7 million was used to distribute it and, be, and it's distributed over, say, a thousand like actual creators. And that's $7,000 per creator that, that people are going to be buying coin of. But I'd rather see it just everybody sell Elon Musk. And that's not going to happen. But it's a free market, so whatever happens. But I think that it's a good thing to see the smaller creators getting bought from the people who are selling Elon Musk. Yeah, definitely. And and it's also great that it's so easy to track on BitCloud just because it is blockchain technology. Like you can literally, you can see who has their money where their mouth is, quite literally. You can tell if Jay Goodell says, I'm going to sell my Elon Musk. Like you can see if he went through with it and you can see if he sold his Elon Musk and then the creators that he bought and believes that are bringing value to the platform. It's also nice that we can see like what these whales are doing with the money that they're taking out of Elon Musk and, and how they're redistributing it back to creators on the platform who are providing value. Yeah, most of the, not most, but a good portion of the Elon Musk owners 
are anonymous accounts. And when I say anonymous, I just don't have a username. They can right. still be tracked on the blockchain. It's, it's interesting. I think just a lot of them probably bought in in the very beginning, like a lot of the big money that, and for all we know, it could be all one person that has like several accounts that bought into them. So it's, it's a little bit, I, I, I don't think it's totally transparent, but it's still interesting to track it all on the blockchain when they do. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And, and yeah, I actually didn't even know that. I've never really taken a uh, serious look at Elon Musk's holders. I did not know that most of them are anonymous, which is definitely very interesting. Yeah. There's actually one account that owns 175 of his coin worth $10 million. Wow. Like the top three besides Elon Musk himself are all anonymous. Wow. Yeah. And I, I just wonder like what these anonymous accounts are waiting for. If you've made $10 million at a certain point, and especially if Elon Musk, if it doesn't look like he's joining the platform and if he's not contributing any value, and if, you know, right now on BitCloud, the whole thing is let's invest in people who are contributing value to the platform, I would think that Elon Musk is only going to go down from here. So it, it doesn't make a ton of sense that these anonymous accounts aren't really pulling out their money. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, very, very interesting to see. Next up, we have a couple of UX drops from the developers over at BitCloud. Diamonds given slash received are now either now visible on the profile or about ready to be visible on the profile. Let's actually take a quick look and it looks like it's already there. It doesn't look like it's completely ready yet. It looks actually, what it really looks like is that they, it's only including the diamonds given by since they like added the feature. So I think that's something that they're gonna have to fix. But that's a really cool UX feature that now you can you know look at anybody's profile and see not only the diamonds that they've received and who has given them diamonds, but also you can now see who that person has given diamonds to. And you can see what how active they are in the community. Yeah, I think it could spur some people to be more uh, or less conservative in giving diamonds because now everybody can see like, how many diamonds did this person give? And if they're getting a lot of diamonds and not giving, then maybe people will be hesitant to give them to them. Exactly, because people will say, okay, if I comment on this person's post and, and it's something very helpful, they might end up just liking it and not giving me diamonds. If this person's not giving a lot of diamonds, then what's the point of giving them diamonds? I, I completely see what you're saying. Yeah. Definitely. It'll definitely be very interesting to see how this changes. It's very interesting to see how like all of these UX changes change our behavior on the platform. Like it's very interesting that just these slight, literally user experience changes, like the ability to receive your founder's reward in BitCloud rather than having it reinvested back in your coin, like such a small change, but literally a giant, giant consequences to the platform. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that the, the whole founder reward thing is huge and it makes founders not feel guilty about selling their, they don't have to sell their own coin now because they're getting it in BitCloud. Mm -hmm. Whereas before they would accumulate all this, all of these coin of themselves. And then if they sold it, they'd feel like they're letting their coin holders down. So now it's it alleviate some of those concerns. And I also think that it might be responsible for slowing up some of the coin purchases recently, because instead of when when you bought when before when you bought a coin you think okay but 10% or whatever the founder reward's going to pretty much be locked away but now it's just a 10% going to the founder and you're going to have to make up that extra 10% before you're in profit so i i think it might have slowed up some of the bot coin buying but i don't think it's a bad thing really 
Yeah, yeah. And I think you're completely right, because looking at the numbers from the past week or so after they announced that change, like, total coins bought was always was at least like a million dollars less than total coins sold, at least like this past week. So it was just, it was a very interesting thing to see. And your explanation makes a lot of sense. So that is probably why we've been seeing those numbers. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see like in the next few weeks or months ahead, that change might actually lower some, some people's founder rewards. Like people might lower their rewards because they now see that they're not getting their coin bought as much. But when their coin is bought, they're getting a cut of it. So they're going to want churn. So like the whole, like this whole new change, I think, is actually, it makes your coin value less important because if your coin value dropped a bunch, then you're going to have more buyers and then you're still going to get your founder award. So actually when your coin value drops, you might actually get more founder award because people are going to start buying your coin. So right. I, I, I think that it, it changes the whole dynamics. Yeah, that's a very interesting way to look at it. It's almost like you you want to go up, reach whatever coin price, and then have these whales dump you, and then your coin price goes down. But then with the Founders Reward, you're just getting that money into your wallet. And like you said, more people will buy you if you're at a lower price, and, and then you continue to go back up. And I wonder if it'll just... I wonder if what we're going to see are these like coin prices literally going into sinusoidal... I don't know if I pronounce that, but sinusoidal uh, wave where it goes like up, down, up, down, just like reaches the same peak and reaches the same lows over and over again and just kind of goes up and down. I know that there's a more educational word for that, but oscillate, oscillate. Is the yeah, there you go. What is really the benefit of having a high coin price right now? I guess you could say you're appearing higher in comments if, if the creator doesn't diamond any of the comments. But other than that, Having unless you're going to sell your own coin, which I'm never, I don't see myself ever selling my own coin because it's going to basically tank tank my influence on the platform. I feel it's going to make me look like I'm a sellout. So it's not helping me when my coin price goes up. But if your coin price goes down and it it entices buyers to come in, then it's helping me by way of founder award. And I'm not saying this. I'm trying to get rich from my founder award because that's not really my purpose. But I'm saying from a standpoint of most creators. I, a, a lower coin price isn't the end of the world. It's actually probably a, maybe even a positive. Definitely. And I think that it's very interesting that now that money's going into our wallets because like you said earlier, you feel very guilty pulling that money out if it's reinvested back in your coin because you're pretty much rugging your investors. But now like this allows people to literally have the ability to live off of BitCloud. Like I can, I could literally live off of, the money from the founder's reward from people buying your coin. And I think maybe that's what BitCloud was trying to do is now if, if you have people who TikTok influencers who come over to BitCloud and they want to make BitCloud their full-time thing, suddenly they're getting, they're literally getting paid for being on BitCloud because that money's going into their wallet and you can use BitSwap or an OTC desk or when it's finally listed on an exchange to actually pull that money out. So I think it gives people the ability to make BitCloud almost like a job. And, and be able to get money in exchange and get paid for that job. Yeah, and, and I think if you're not looking for that, 
it at least gives you the opportunity to invest in, and I use invest lightly, but buy coin in some of the up and coming creators on the platform. So you're getting this coin and you just reinvest it. And it, it helps everybody. Definitely, because you're putting it you know, right back into the big cloud economy. And, and also, then it gives you the opportunity to invest in other creators that you might not have been able to invest in because you're getting that money. And like I personally, I don't, I haven't put any money into big cloud since since the first time that I initially put like a, a little bit of money into it. And so I think that with this new founders reward thing, for those people who maybe don't have the funds to to put more money into BitClout, like you said, this gives them the opportunity to reinvest in the community without actually having to take their money from their pockets and, and invest it into BitClout if, you know, for whatever reason they don't want to or they're not comfortable or they simply don't have the, the funds to be able to do that. It gives them an opportunity to participate. Yeah, and I, I think today Twitter announced that they're going to start charging subscriptions for the option do not have ads in their stream and stuff like that. And I made a post about it and somebody replied and said, hey, but you have to pay to create a Bitcoin account. That's deceiving, but you actually don't. There's so many services out there that actually pay you. Like like Gift Cloud, they'll give you like 11 bucks. And all you do is use that to create the account and then then you don't even need to you don't even need to invest in yourself. You can just start posting and others are going to invest in you and you're going to get even more BitClout and then you can buy other coins. So it, it actually is free if you know what you're doing and you know how to take advantage of everything. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you're completely right. There are a lot of people out there who look up BitCloud and are making videos and writing articles about BitCloud and they're saying like, oh, it's you have to pay to make an account and there's no off ramp. And it's just very interesting too that like a lot of these folks who are saying that are just dead wrong. Like there are a lot of rumors going around around going around about BitCloud that are just wrong. One of them being, like you said, oh, it, it costs money to make an account. Like, if you know what you're doing, or if you have a friend who is in the BitCloud community, I, I guarantee you that they can find you a way to get that. I think it ends up being like a dollar and 50 cents or something right around there to make the account. And you don't even need to use, you don't even need to buy a dollar and 50 cents of Bitcoin to do that. You, like you said, you can literally get gift clout to help onboard you and they'll send you the money and and then you don't have to put a dollar in the big cloud. Yeah, it's funny because this morning Ed and I we we created a new account just Fort Myers. So we live in Fort Myers and we're like, "Hey, we're going to buy this it's like buying domain names." Mm -hmm. So we put a dollar 50 in and created an account like within within 10 seconds somebody bought it. Mm -hmm. And we got I think we got like $2.50 in founder reward. So it's just like just creating the account you made money. And that wasn't our intention. Our intention is just to hold it as like a domain name. That's a very interesting idea though to hold locations as domain names like Fort Myers or, or Baltimore, or Chicago. What so I I guess my question and and sorry that this interview is going all over the place now, but that's completely fine. I guess my question for you is what do you plan to to utilize that for? Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think I just saw an opportunity. And there's the, this area is growing so fast, and who knows what the future of BitCloud is going to bring. We we were involved in domain name investing back in the early 2000s, and we, we got a lot of three-letter.coms and ended up selling them, or we, we still hold some of them. But if BitCloud becomes like the next big thing, then something like Fort Myers, somebody's going to want that. And right. if not, if, even if somebody, even if you don't sell that, 
there's going to be speculators who are going to be buying that coin just because they're going to speculate that it's going to be worth something or it's going to be used for something. And every time that happens, you're going to get a commission based on your founder reward. So you have you have all these like cities out there or, or like two-letter two letter accounts or even one letter or numbers, like one or two. And if you it, the people who are holding these are actually earning a residual income because people are speculating and buying and selling these all the time and they're getting commission based on whatever the founder reward is. So it's really like owning real estate. And it, it's really, it really could become a powerful thing if a lot of people if a lot of people start using BitCloud and it does become like a domain name type thing. Definitely. That's, yeah, that's something that I, I didn't even think about, but you're completely right that it's just the speculation alone on the fact like, oh, this is a popular name. I'll invest in it because I speculate that one day should BitCloud go mainstream, like this domain or, or this account will be worth a lot of money. That That's yeah, and, definitely and, interesting. Yeah. The, the the one thing is that you actually when you're doing that say you're buying the number you're buying coin in number two so the just the account two mm-hmm. you don't actually know if the person that created that still has the seed phrase so it could be lost forever or it could not be so it's it's speculating but it's I guess it's also risky if that person doesn't have the seed phrase and lost it and it'll never be of use but I guess would you even know that that's not even something that, that you necessarily could tell. But still, wow, that is, that's definitely a very interesting investment strategy that I never considered. Huh. Yeah, I haven't really been doing it. Fort Myers is the only, only one I did that with. But we, we were, I was talking to Ed this morning. We're like, there are some other good ones out there that, that you could buy. And a lot of them are bought up. A lot of like those single words like vacation or hotels, they're all bought up. They've all been bought up. But there's still words out there that if you're a speculator, it doesn't actually cost you much, especially if somebody buys it right away. These bots are, you're actually getting the founder award, which is going to basically offset the $1.50 that you pay to register it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wow, that is very interesting. I, I love doing this show because literally every morning I find out more interesting things, more interesting strategies, just more interesting use cases even for BitClout. Wow. Interesting. Very cool. But next up in, in the UX drops, message filtering has been added. The ability to filter your messages from all to coin holders to people that you hold coin. I think you can even filter based on following or followers. And the ability for paid direct messages is in development, as mentioned by Blue Party Hat in their post announcing the message filtering. So I, I guess that we could definitely see paid DMs in the next couple of days. I, I guess what... It, that's very interesting because I know that there were, that there are platforms being built on top of BitCloud, BitPerks and MoonBounce that are working to act as you know Patreon slash OnlyFans alternatives that include paid messaging in as like one of their main features. So that's definitely like a very big pivot I think that a lot of these platforms are gonna have to take because the paid DM like holding a certain amount of Connor Mitchell coin would grant you access to DMs with Connor Mitchell. Now I could pay $5 and speak to Connor Mitchell in a private DM and know that he's going to receive it and read it. So there are definitely going to be pivots taking place, I think, in all these platforms being built on BitCloud that are working to bridge the gap between creators and their followers slash investors. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's just another way to monetize things for creators. And 
ultimately, it's a good thing. Whether you agree that somebody should charge for their attention or not, I guess that can be debatable. But when you have celebrities that are going to undoubtedly enter this platform, our account ourselves, we're getting like anywhere from 10 to 40 DMs a day. And it's, it is nearly impossible to just go through them and take the time to reply in length to all of them. I can only imagine if, say, like a Logan Paul came on here and was really active and and he started getting hundreds of messages a day. He's not going to reply. So you might as well charge and then you're going to see what you need to see. I think that they should maybe also add something where maybe you pay a certain amount, say like $5 for the person to, to get the DM and maybe another $5 for them to respond. So you're guaranteed a response. That would be cool, especially for celebrity accounts. Yeah, that would definitely be very interesting if you could like pay for a, a response and know if I message Logan Paul this message, like he is going to respond or at least he's going to read it. I wonder if there's even a way to pay for read receipts because like maybe, maybe we can't necessarily enforce I, like I don't know I don't necessarily know that BitCloud can like enforce and say like Logan Paul like you have to respond to this message if they paid you the five dollars but maybe it could be something like hey Logan Paul will read your message and, and we will prove it we'll add the read receipts and it'll be like if you pay five dollars like Logan Paul will open up your message or like your message will go to the top of his inbox or like something and then maybe some way that you can tell that it was at least seen yeah, for sure. They could also just make it so maybe maybe if he responds, then he gets $5. So it says, if oh, you respond yeah. to this message, then you'll get X amount. That is such a good idea. That actually, that reminds me a little bit of what, oh my goodness, what are they called? Clout factor? No, shoot. The people who are doing paid advertisements, paid promotions on BitCloud, Cloutcast. Cloutcast, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit, I mean, like a little bit in what they're doing. If you retweet this post, then you will get $15 sent to your wallet kind of thing. Like only if you retweet it or recloud yeah. it. Yeah. And, and like Cloudcast, I, I think that just anything that's giving, that will give creators more, more avenues to earn money is just going to attract more creators. And it's only going to be a good thing. There's also Cloudio, which is like a shout out platform where you pay celebrities on BitCloud to give a shout out. So I, I think there's so many things under development that it's just going to incentivize more and more creators who come onto this platform. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that they're really like everybody's working on ways to bridge that gap between creators and investors or creators and followers and give everybody an opportunity to really interact with their followers in a unique way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it can't be a bad thing. There's going to be always be people that are criticizing it because, hey, you're forcing people to pay money for things and you're going to cut people out that can't afford it, which I understand. But at the same time, it's all supply and demand and it's the creator that's putting the work in and the time in. So they should be rewarded. Yeah, I, I completely 100% agree. And, and and I think the creator can decide themselves, hey, do I want to exclude people based on price or do I want to include everybody and spread myself thin or not. And then, and then it also brings up the question, if I don't do the price thing, if I don't charge for a paid DM and, and I decide I want it to be open to everybody, that also opens up an avenue where you might miss a message. Like you said, you're receiving 10 to 40 messages a day. You can't keep up with that. So even if somebody has like that good intentions and in saying, I, I want everybody to have access to my DMs, 
then it opens up the the possibility that some DMs are going to slip through the cracks and, and it makes it a little bit harder, I think, for these creators to, to interact with their followers and investors if they're getting sent 40 messages a day, they can't keep up with all the messages. Yeah, no, and I actually experienced something like that on Friday. I was in one of these clubhouse rooms and it was a nice conversation. And then all of a sudden, some lady just started attacking me. How dare you? You didn't respond to my, my DM the other day. I, res- I wrote to you twice. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I, I get so many and I, I'm trying to respond to everybody. I really do try to respond to everybody because I figure if they take the time, then I deserve to give them the time. But it does because it's been especially recently become overwhelming and I got to decide how I want to spend my time. So I, I think that the ability to charge, even if it's just 50 cents, that's going to weed out, out some of the junk so some of the important stuff can get through. So I, I think it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I completely agree because I receive DMs on the daily and they, a lot of them, I I don't respond to or like skim because they're coming from these accounts that are, look pretty suspect. And they're saying, hey, please support us and read our white paper and invest in us. And my thing is like anybody DMs me asking me to invest in them, odds are that I'm not going to invest in them just because... uh, what I've noticed is a lot of these people reaching out over DM to invest in you are trying to bring in people so that they can then pull out the rug from under them and, and scam them. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and I, there's a lot of spam and people trying to get you to buy their coin. But like, actually, it, it might, like the paid to DM feature, it still might, you still might get spam. But at least now you're getting paid to read that spam. And it's like an avenue for advertisers to actually pay to advertise rather than manipulate the system. Exactly. And then, and like you said earlier too, like it also, I doubt that a, right now it's free to send a message or not free. It costs a quarter of a cent or whatever, but 50 cents sent to 2000 people is a thousand dollars. And like these spam accounts won't be able to keep up with sending like 50 cent DMs to 2000 people because at a certain point it's just going to be too much money. And so I think you're definitely right. Like it is going to help. You you might get spam in your inbox, but at least it's spam that you're getting paid for. And also I highly doubt that it's going to be as much spam as we're getting today. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. And next up, the BitClout price we recently found out is actually fixed with uh, the USD to Bitcoin price. And it is manually adjusted by the admins on BitClout, which is definitely interesting that BitClout, the BitClout price reflected on BitClout really doesn't have anything to do with the amount of money in the platform or like the amount of money moving. It all relies on the Bitcoin price. And that price is being manually adjusted. Then you look at OTC desks and the price of BitCloud is running, has been steadily running for around $100 for the past couple weeks. It's a disconnect and, and a little bit, not unfair, but I don't know. It just gives you the wrong message. I, I actually don't have however much money in my BitCloud wallet. Yeah, because, it's yeah. deceiving, I guess. I, like you, you think you have more than you really do. And, and I, I actually bought a decent chunk of BitClout on withdrawal BitClout probably about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I think I paid like about 60% of what it said on BitClout. So it's like all of a sudden I started feeling rich because I got 40% more, but yeah. really the, the price on BitClout's not really legit. I, I think that maybe once an exchanger, a major exchanger 
kind of adopts it, then maybe they'll change that to stream that price instead. At least I hope they do because that's going to be some criticism they're going to continue to get, I think. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. Because it, you're right, it is very deceiving. It's very deceiving to see one thing in your wallet, but then if you were to try and withdraw it, it would be, like you said, about 40% less than what you're paying than what you on BitCloud. So yeah, it, it, would, it would be interesting to see if they could come up with either. I don't know, because uh, to your point, once there is a major exchange, then I think that the BitCloud price that we see on the website will probably reflect whatever the major exchanges say, but I guess there really is no way for them to determine what the OTC price is, or like even to create some sort of formula that is saying like what the price of BitCloud should be dependent on the amount of coins taken out of BitCloud and the amount of coins bought, because since all of those trades are happening on non-official BitCloud off-ramps like BitSwap or OTC desks, then BitCloud doesn't, but can't really keep track of it yeah i think like everything's denominated in u.s dollars so like your coin price is denominated in u.s dollars everything like diamond price everything so like they need to have a price for bitcloud otherwise none of that works like, i get it i get why they have to have a price i just don't like I, I don't agree with how they're setting it i don't think but like you said i think that once there's an exchange and that that will change. But for now, you don't know that Krasenstein coin is $4,572 if you don't set a mark somewhere. Right. Otherwise, it would have to be denominated just in BitClout. And, and I, I don't know how that would work. Exactly. Because then, then you have people trying to do the conversion in their head and they're saying, okay, I saw BitCloud on an OTC desk for $105, but then I also saw it on BitSwap for $110. So I'm, I guess it's maybe 107 So now let me multiply 107 times the amount of BitCloud that's locked in the profile. It's just all too much. Yeah, I completely agree that I, I think it's nice that they're showing it to us in US dollar. But again, like you said, it is Pretty deceiving. Yeah, and finally, what we have last up on Bits today is there is an official BitCloud Miami trip being planned. On June 3rd, Clouted, or sorry, not Clouded, the BitCloud 500, it, who founded Clouted, is hosting Clout and Cocktails in Miami the day before the Bitcoin conference, which is June 4th and 5th. So if you'd like, I think attendance to Clout and Cocktails is free. And then if you want to get a ticket to the Bitcoin conference, I think that right now general admission is going for around $900. But again, if you want to meet some of your BitClout friends and family and fans, make your way to Miami June 3rd, go to Clout and Cocktails. I can definitely get more information about the specifics of it. But yeah, really I could. Place. Yeah. Uh, Ed and I are actually going to be there. We, we're like three hours away, so we're going to drive over. It's at Naomi's Garden. It's uh, in Miami, right off of 95. And there's plenty of hotels around there if people need to stay around there. Uh, I think it's between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m., but I think a little bit before that, they're holding a kind of like a meet and greet. So it should be fun. There's free beer. There's free jerk chicken, I think. And there's a lot of people that are going to be there. Craig's going to be there. Jake Udell's going to be there. Ed and I are going to be there. A ton of people. Like I, everybody I talk to seems to be going. <laughs> Not everybody, but a lot of people. Like Thor from Clubhouse is going to be there. Michael Joseph. Pretty much a lot of the big names. Yeah. No, I'm still trying to decide uh, if I can go because my personal, but my little sister, her eighth grade graduation is June 3rd, literally like at 8.30 in the morning, so in Maryland. So my goal is to 
hopefully attend that graduation, then hop on the first flight to Miami and make it to Clout and Cocktails before it starts. But I can't it's, it's funny. that. It's funny because my son has graduation that day too at 9, 9.30 though. So I'm only three hours away. So right. we'll definitely make it. But it's, I, I can only imagine having to catch a flight and all that. Yeah. And I was looking at flights and, and this is a little tangent, but it was just so weird. Like literally for some reason on that day, there was not a single flight that left in the three hour window that I like needed to in order to make it to Miami on time. Like for some reason, every single airline was just like, uh, yeah, between the times of 11 AM and 2 PM on June 3rd, we're just not going to fly to Miami out of Baltimore. And so I've been having some trouble with that, but I, I really want to go because it sounds like an amazing opportunity to just, to meet all of these people that we have been speaking to over Zoom and on Clubhouse and over BitCloud, like to finally meet you all in person. Like, I really want to go. And if I can't go, then I really want to try and organize some sort of BitCloud conference that we can hold, whether wherever that might be in the United States. But I think it would be really cool if they have the Bitcoin conference in Miami, but if we could organize some sort of BitCloud conference that could even run for one or two days, not just Cloud and Cocktails, but actually rent out some sort of space where, you know, there are booths and there are people showing off their, you know, stuff. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, there's actually... Uh... CloutCon, which is in the early stages, and they're planning to do something, I think, the end of this year in, in Anaheim, I think. Uh, you might want to check that out. I think it's just in the early planning stages of planning, but the guy, Dan, he's going to actually be at the Miami thing, too. Oh, man. Okay, so just another reason to go to Miami. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, the more that people talk about it, the more it sounds like I'm going to Miami. I, I just got to figure out how. Yeah, I'd love to see you there. Yeah, I, I think it would be so much fun. Oh my goodness. All right. That pretty much wraps up our show today. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem. It's always a pleasure. And, and thank you everybody for tuning in and listening. Make sure to check in tomorrow because we have another very special episode of, of the Bitcoin Morning Show. And then also just a quick announcement for the rest of today, I am going to be working on creating an investors only discord for the Bitcoin Morning Show. So if you're tuning in, whether it be on Clubhouse, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen on, Odds are that, well, unless you're listening, if you're listening on Clubhouse right now, I'm sorry to break it to you, the Discord is not ready. But if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, probably two hours after this is recorded, I can guarantee you that the Discord is ready. And please go to at the BitCult on BitCloud.com. And if you're an investor, please feel free to join that Discord. And yeah, that pretty much wraps up our show. So thank you very much for listening and have a great rest of your day.